Hi, friends. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that if you like what we talk about here on the Belonging Podcast, I think you'll really love my book. It's called Root and Ritual, Timeless Ways to Connect to Land, Lineage, Community, and the Self. And it is available right now wherever books are sold. It is a beautifully illustrated guide to connecting with the earth, your ancestors, and your communities as you come home to your whole self. Though we live in a radically different looking world, the needs of our bodies and spirits are the same as the ancestors we come from. I divide this book into four parts, land, lineage, community, and self, and I take you on a journey for engaging more deeply with your life. I provide stories from my own life and I share rituals, recipes, and ancestral wisdom, journal prompts to support you on your individual and unique and sacred path. You can get more info and bonuses at rootandritualbook.com and pick it up at your favorite bookstore online or in person. Thanks for all your support. It means the world to me. Welcome to Belonging, a podcast that explores how to come home to yourself in the age of loneliness. I'm Becca Piastrelli, your host and guide on a journey of courageous reconnection. As we explore topics like ancestral wisdom, cultivating meaningful sisterhood, living with the seasons and cycles of the earth and your body, and what it means to be a good ancestor. Hello, hello, and welcome back. It's Becca Piastrelli here with another mini-sode for you. And today, I want to talk about productivity and focus in a distracting world. Because it's true, we live in the most distracting of times. Think about it. With modern technology, with smart devices, with thousands of television channels, we have so much information coming at us every millisecond. All of the emails and articles and you know, uh, little things on the sides of the articles, the ads. Think about what we're scrolling through on our social media feeds, our text messages, and various platforms. It's really a lot of data for our little processing machine bodies to digest. And we live in a society where quantity is still valued more highly than quality, where we value how much we can output um, in a short amount of time. And this really goes back to the industrial times, late 1800s. I'm centering myself in an American perspective, although I'm sure this can be applied to many Western cultures and probably some Eastern cultures today. I'm thinking about factories in China. But it's really a time when there are factories, and a human being was a factory worker. And uh, the value of that human being was put on how many widgets or whatever they were making or creating they could put together in an hour. And that was your value. And you were judged on that. You kept a job based on that. You were paid more or less because of that. And that sort of imprinted in culture and has really stayed with us through today where we feel this 
urgency with how much we can output in a small amount of time. We're obsessed with productivity and focus. I myself really get suckered into those clickbait headlines that are like the top three hacks for being the most productive ever a human being can be or whatever it is. I still find myself going down those rabbit holes. And, um, you know, sometimes they're actually pretty valuable. Most of the time they're not. And I really feel like a lot of this is based in an unsustainability of that factory worker mindset. You know, we don't live in that time anymore. Most of us do not have jobs like that anymore. And it's frankly unsustainable. And it leads to exhaustion, sickness, depression, anxiety. It's not healthy for a society. And many of us, I know I come from uh, a line of blue collar factory workers on my father's side and um, that's in me. So I'm acknowledging that like that was passed through my DNA. There's There's an urgency, a feeling of wanting to be productive within me. And sometimes I call that ambition. You know, I just really ambitious and I want to get a lot done. But then there's a part of me that when I'm tired and exhausted and need a break or I'm bleeding, you know, and I'm just, my energy is so low and anything that I'm going to output is not going to be high quality. I shame myself. I did this for so long, y'all, where I just shamed myself because I was not peak performer all the time. And what does this lead to? A coffee addiction, which I'm overcoming as well. It's really interesting how much our culture obsesses over productivity. And I'm not shaming productivity. I actually think it's really important. I just want to redefine it for myself and perhaps for you too. And really to see it not as being go, 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 super caffeinated, super energized, amazing factory worker all the time, but to really drop into the seasons and cycles of our lives, especially as women. So I'm going to share a bit about what my flow looks like. And I don't think I'm like super, super productive, but I do get shit done. And um, I've learned to embrace the ways that that can happen. And it's been nourishing for my nervous system. And it's made me realize I don't actually need to do as much in a day as I think I do. There are some days where, you know, I'm, I'm really going strong and I'll go for a long time and things need to get done. Sometimes things need to get done. But for me, it's realizing it's adjusting of expectations and following with my seasons and cycles. So let's talk about seasons first. The season in which the earth is in is very important. And I notice it affects my energy. So I tend to be more productive in the spring and fall than I am in the summer and winter. In the winter, I am just not productive. I pretty much shut down shop or do as as little as possible because I really go into hibernation. I really need to just slow my roll. Uh, And I've learned to because otherwise I get super sick and depressed and I don't want that anymore for myself or for my husband or my cats or my parents. So, and then in summer, and we're going to dip into ancestral seasonal connection, summer was a time of 
pausing and resting before the harvest comes. So in the summer, I want to play and I want to nap in the sunshine and I want to go on picnics and I can still work a little bit, but it's so much less. In the spring, it's planting season. Think about that. Uh, uh, Traditional agrarian ancestral activities being like a busy time of like the winter has finally gone and it's time to sow our seeds and tend to our seedlings and really be present and aware for growing food for the coming year. And then autumn is harvest. It's about gathering your nuts and it's it's kind of intense and furious, you know, it's um, not furious, uh, feverish in a way of like, oh, we've got to like preserve our our grains and and chop enough wood and make sure we have enough food to get us through to next spring. And I love to bring that in because I do feel a burst of energy in the spring and autumn. And I do feel a lowering of energy in the summer and winter. And when I tune into that, it's really helpful for me when I plan my year and I plan my projects that I keep that awareness in so I'm not over planning because I tend to over extend myself way too much. So I think about it that way. And then cycle wise, I am a bleeding woman and I have a cycle that is to every 28 days. And within that cycle, there are four phases and those phases have different energies and different superpowers really in the way I can operate. And I can link to a blog post where I talk more about these seasons and cycles I'm talking about that I wrote a year ago. But yeah, when I am about to bleed and when I'm bleeding, I really have low energy. I tend to really doubt myself and um, get just a little bit, um, what's the word? Well, I have a tendency to be like, burn it all down. None of this is good. So I know that that's a time to be more reflective and inward. That's a time to not be creating, but maybe to be reviewing. Um, I'm definitely more psychic and intuitive then. So I'm also more intention, pay more attention to my dreams then. And when I'm like just after bleeding and my energy is waxing like the moon and I am building energy to ovulation, I mean, I can crush it. I can really go for it. So I'm aware of those as well. And sometimes I have to do work in the winter and sometimes I have to get something done when I'm bleeding and I can, but I really try to minimize when that happens. And then the other thing I wanted to share about productivity and focus is the adjustment of expectations that I mentioned. And that really is not having a list that's longer than three things each day. Maybe you're someone that has like a long list and you just try to like crack through it all the time. And perhaps that's super motivating to you, but I noticed it really contributed to anxiety and overwhelm for me. So every Sunday I make a master list of everything I have to do just for that week. And then I assign three to each day. And if I have extra, I keep them on a separate page of my planner that I can't see, but I know I can go to. And if I have time, I get to them and it's a little game I play with myself. You know, I have some competitiveness in me where I'm like, oh, maybe I can get four things done today, but never more than three as like the top priorities. And this has taken me the longest time to really embrace because, you know, (laughs) competitive, perfectionist, patriarchal programming and being, you know, 
the descendant of blue collar factory workers. It all is in me and it's all a part of me and I love and embrace it all. So I'd love to know what you think about this and maybe you have some productivity or focus. Mm, I don't want to say hacks. That feels so obnoxious and like tech bro. Mm, tips. Tips for how how you can find yourself doing meaningful work, not getting stuck in overwhelm or in paralysis. So uh, let's talk about it on Instagram. Hit me up on Instagram at Becca Piastrelli and I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. I know your time is sacred and I hope this episode infused some inspiration and meaning into your day. For show notes, links, and references from this episode, you can go to belongingpodcast.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to Belonging on Apple Podcasts, and if you have a moment, leave a review. This helps my little podcast reach more listeners, and I would be ever so grateful.